0: Hey guys, welcome back to Fat People with Opinions. I'm your host, Isaiah. And I am your other host, Taylor. And I'm sorry
1: <laughs> that we didn't have a show last week. Life comes at you fast sometimes, and that's what happened to me. It punched me straight in my face.
0: Why is she so aggressive? I'm sorry, okay. <laughs> not
1: I'm sorry. Cause I know how it feels like I listen to podcasts and I, they're part of my routine. Same. So I know what it's like when like one doesn't come when it's supposed to. The same with like TV shows that I watch when they take unsolicited breaks that they didn't say they were going to take. Right, And I'm like, well, what the hell? So I understand. And I'm sorry if we're part of your routine of some sort and you couldn't have us last week. We're sorry. I'm sorry.
0: She's sorry. I'm also a little bit sick, so I apologize for that as well. You will get a little bit of ASMR during this video <laughs> when you hear her drink into her cup. But yeah, we apologize. But we're back. We're still fat. And? We still have fucking opinions. How have you been? Same. You know what? I can't really complain, actually. Now that I think about it, I can't really complain. My I had this realization about... I feel like I'm always complaining about my job. <laughs> but I, ha- I have to report back, you know, from hell. You know, I have to... <laughs> Let's what are we're going to call this segment? Tales from the Belly of the Beast. <laughs> Tales from the Belly of the Beast. I'm reporting <laughs> back from the beast, bitch. Because I was deep in the belly. I had this realization the other day of something that really irritates me about, like, working in kind of, like, a customer service, call centery environment. Mm-hmm. Like... I hate when people kind of break like I don't I don't know if this is <laughs> if this is relates or this analogy makes sense, but when people kind of break the fourth wall of the interaction that they have you have between like me as somebody who's representing this company and you someone who's calling in about some sort of grievance that you have or some sort of service that you need to have provided, like when you ask personal questions to me as a person <laughs> on the phone, as opposed to asking me questions that are like related to, to the, the phone, interaction. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so let me stop talking around it and say specifically what I want to say. So here's the thing. This man called into my job and this was a supervisor call. So already the situation is, you know, high stakes, winner takes all bitch. Like we need to resolve the issue. It really wasn't that deep, but <laughs> he felt like, you know, this was the end of the world, the end of time. So I get on the line and I forget what his specific issue was, but at some juncture in the conversation, he decides that he's going to stay on this recorded line. And I, I mean, I, I'm telling him people that because we do record, so you have to release that information to the people think that when I say it's being recorded, that I'm like <laughs> saying to them, like. Bitch, it's being recorded, so you better not say nothing crazy. No, it's just it's literally being recorded. And, and I have to disclose that to <laughs> because you. Because if I don't, I'm <laughs> going to jail. So <laughs> I'm recording it to you. I mean, I'm letting you know that it's being recorded. And he like takes offense that he was like, Well, if this is being recorded, I want you I want to ask you this question. And he was essentially like, You do realize that like this job that you have is bullshit. Like Yes, but still niggas need to check, so. And it's just like it's such a misplaced, your energy is so misplaced. Right. Because if it is the case that you have this grievance that you want solved, it's clear as someone who's representing this company, where I am, I'm just a cog in this machine that is this corporation.
1: You're mad at me personally, but I didn't do anything to you. I am just on the call.
0: Right. And also, again, going back to it being misplaced, If it is the case that you think that I should not... Like, he thought he was giving me pointers. He was like, you do realize that this job is bullshit. I think that you should find something else because his whole thing was that he feels like our healthcare... The way that our healthcare system is going, eventually my job is going to become obsolete, which I agree with, and I hope I hope it does because at the end of the day, like what do I say all the time? I don't think people should have to pay exorbitant fees for healthcare because right. you know you need healthcare in order to live. <laughs> and this is somebody who works in that industry and has an income that's tied to that industry who is saying who has these beliefs. So if I believe it, then I would hope that niggas who don't work in the industry would also believe it. Whatever, but he was like, oh, well, because our. Because the the conversation has shifted to like a public single payer healthcare system that these jobs gonna become obsolete. So you really should find another career. And it just it's such an interesting conversation because it's like, even if it is the case of that my phone. I think so. Bitch, hold on. Oh. My mother called me twice. Hold on. Sorry, y'all, hold on. <laughs> What's up, Mother? Okay, thank you. Appreciate it. All right, bye.
1: Yes, food is in the microwave. Amen. I, I feel like eat. that could have been a text message.
0: She, she struggles with the, <laughs> the technologies. Um, these mobile devices. Back to, back to the conversation. So, it, even if it is the case that Say I were to internalize this message that you were giving me and say, you know what, you know what I'm going to do in this moment right now on this call, I'm going to leave my job. You do realize that somebody else is going to replace me (laughs) who is going to tell you the same thing that I'm telling you, because that's just what the current system is. So you telling me this. It does nothing for me, and I'm trying to understand what you think it's doing for you. Because it's like, to me, you think it's, it's 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 probably just like a dig. It's like, oh, I want to make the person who's on this line, who's just a representative of this company, feel bad about themselves for, again, being a representative of their, this company and acting in accordance with the policies. But it's like, at the end of the day... <sighs> It does does nothing.
1: Right. It does (laughs) does nothing
0: to further your situation at all. Right. It's like completely misplaced. And if anything, it's like hard on, I mean, people probably aren't thinking about it this deeply, but it's like, think about the position that you're putting people in who are representing these companies. It's like they're in this kind of like strangleholds in that like they can't even be transparent about how they feel because their income is tied directly to, their livelihood is tied to how they present themselves on this recorded line as a representative of this company. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I can't really say, you know what, you you right, our healthcare system ain't shit, and I do hope our job, uh, my job becomes obsolete because that's how I actually feel because... I can't say right. that because I have to make money. And I still need a paycheck to live. And so you telling me that, you know, the, you telling me these things does nothing for the conversation. It was just irritating me cuz I'm like I I'm in this position where I'm I'm having to I can't just not like go to work and have a 9 to 5 job. Like I have to manage feelings and, <laughs> and like manage emotions and participate in emotional labor. And, uh, you know, uh, coddle people and pacify people. And then there's no kind of regard much. for me at all right. on this line. <laughs> like, It's too much. It's, it's too much. It's way too much. It's more than I'm being paid for. <laughs> like, absolutely. Absolutely. And so that shit really irritated me. And I was like, <sighs> we need to really, working in like a cost center customer service environment, people really need to understand that it's like, we are not the devil. Like, <laughs> I do want to, we work in hell. Yes, we work for the devil, but we, we are work, not him. We are not him. Trust me, I don't care about <laughs> these white people's money. I don't give a fuck about them. That's not my money. Like, that's their money. And my income is tied to their ability. So it's like, specifically in the kind of job that I work in, don't, just don't, your anger is misplaced. If you really have an issue with our system, you need to be calling your fucking politician, bitch. because Because right. I hope you're that girl. In the words of Idina Menzel, because <laughs> I hope you're that girl. Because if it's the case that you're over here complaining to the, you know, the low, the low on the totem pole representative of the corporation that's sending you the bill for this procedure that you had, you need to be calling up your local. You know, political representative and saying to them, you do realize I just got this bill for $5,000. For going to the hospital because I needed help. Because I needed help. So I know you better be out there in D.C. representing uh, some sort of single payer, some sort of way to address this problem. Because I voted for you and you're supposed to represent me and I'm having this problem. And not just, we can go right into my political rant (laughs) too, bitch. Come on. But yeah, that was my experience. I'm sorry. How are you doing? Not well. Um... (laughs) It's no not funny, but
1: <laughs> my reactions be funny though. They be keeping me going, girl. But there are a lot of big changes happening in my life. I, it's not a lot. I'm lying. There's one big change happening in my life, but it's like a really big change for mm. me, anyway. Yeah, mm. that's really all I want to say. Okay,
0: I understand. I mean,
1: <laughs> I do have um, a little game we can play in place of my catch up, if you want. That's fine. Actually, I actually have two games. I'm going to give you the names of them and let you choose. Okay. But you have to choose from the names. That's it. I don't want to play. <laughs> so one is called Snake Oil. Um, I will tell you that it's the more like I have to put thought into this game. The other one is called
0: Celebrity Super Fight. Celebrity Super Fight, bitch. Because I don't have... I, I'm deprived. <laughs> I'm bereft of any kind of okay mental ability. So I have... Two cups. Okay, so she's pulling (laughs) things out of things. And I'm getting upset because I thought it wasn't going to require energy. We have two cups. Let me turn the light on so we can see.
1: In one cup are the names of celebrities and or like characters from TV shows. Mm -hmm. In the other cup are like attributes. Mm Mm-hmm. I think it's like eight celebrities. So we're going to each pick a celebrity and an attribute and then decide which one of them would win in a fight. And then we're going to keep going
0: until we have one ultimate winner. Okay. This is cute. Okay. Okay. Come on. This is giving me, um, what was that show? Like that claymation show that used to come on MTV where they like, ce- it was celebrity, celebrity were they like death was- match or something like yeah, that. that. That's yeah. That's exactly what celebrity death match. Yeah. This is giving me that, but with loose leaf paper. Yeah, I made these up myself on wide rule. Are you a wide rule or are you a college rule? I'm a college rule, but I also write wide rule style on college rule paper <laughs> because every because fat everything has to be. Oh, I, mm-hmm. I took both cups, by the That's way. That's okay, we're just gonna have to pass it back and forth <laughs> because we're fat, everything has to be obese because I, I too. Mine right. go together. <laughs> I didn't mean for this to happen, but mine do go together. They do? Oh, wait, so then wait. You we pick, pick one o- from each cup. I don't remember which one I picked it from. Okay, so the game might... Throw the whole game away. Okay. 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 Okay.
1: Okay. So, then- <laughs> so who'd you get? And... Ang? ang ang from uh, oh, the last airbender the
0: spelling of this is actually... <laughs> i didn't know how
1: to spell it there's a y in there i think maybe
0: <laughs> no it's a-a-n-g oh <laughs> i put a-n-g i was close girl i was like ang big ang r.i.p okay ang covered in vaseline oh i got beyonce has a bat named Hot Sauce in her bag. I'm, fucking dead. I'm <laughs> really fucking dead. That's a sign. I'm still pissed about these um, Adidas um, boxes and how none was sent to my... <laughs> to your address. Okay. Because that jumpsuit bitch has my name. That jumpsuit? <laughs> Which one? There were a couple jumpsuits. That um, burgundy one. I also wasn't mad at this orange, like these orange shorts with the, the little pink stripe. I wasn't mad at that. I feel like that would really... <laughs> I liked the like oversized hoodie dress
1: situation. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, I actually really liked that cute. That was cute. Okay, so wait, we pick from these two? Yeah, which one would win in a, a celebrity I mean, you super you already fight? know I'm picking. You're picking Beyonce. Always. But forever. hear me out. Aang is the last airbender <laughs> and
0: also <laughs> the avatar. Huh? Beyonce is God, so I don't know Okay, who she... I mean, you're not wrong.
1: <laughs> Alright, well all take it with that one then. Okay. We'll keep a winner's circle over here so that we can keep going.
0: Okay. So then let me pick another one. Ooh, cheating. Schemes. <laughs> Tactics.
1: All right, I got Kagome, for those of you who don't know, she was the helpless idiot on uh Inuyasha. <laughs> she wasn't helpless nor an idiot. I mean, only she was for most of the series. <laughs> I
0: can't.
1: She screams in Sonic Booms.
0: Arya Stark Ooh. is a pacifist at heart. Is she though? This is giving me um a poem lowest, lowest of keys. <laughs> she was absolutely not.
1: <laughs> absolutely. Okay, so what does that mean, though, that she doesn't really want to be in this fight right now?
0: I mean, you you wrote these. I did <laughs> not. I did not. So, I feel like
1: her being a pacifist at heart would mean that she doesn't really want to be in this fight right now. However, Arya Stark is a bad bitch and will fight if she has to. Mm-hmm. The question is, can she beat Kagome's Sonic Boom? Screams. Can a Sonic Boom kill you?
0: I feel like when I think of X-Men who have that power- mm-hmm. Those are the bitches that like, like, no, even Black Canary, because Black Canary has that power. Like, she can, like, she has to really watch how she uses it because you can really kill someone. Like, you rush for somebody, like, blow their brains out. Right. So, yes. The answer to your question is yes. Okay. <laughs> so, so, okay.
1: If Kagome screams, Azari is coming towards her.
0: But she's not because she's a pacifist. At heart.
1: At heart. So, the the thing would be that Kagome would have to go first. Kagome would have to strike first. It, which means she would die.
0: You're right. So okay. the boom. So, Aria. Logic <laughs> means that Kagome wins.
1: All right.
0: Everything is falling apart. <laughs> Everything. Sailor Moon Ooh. has a sword made of Valerian steel.
1: Okay. Okay, Sailor Moon. I got Sasuke. Okay. Can summon the powers of
0: the Black Panther. That just really pisses me (laughs) off. (laughs) Why? I just got really because I (laughs) really don't fuck with Sasuke. Like I really could go on a whole rip because he just really irritates the fuck out of me. Because I just feel like this is somebody who really had everything handed to him and still managed to be like a like a fucking brat. Like I can't. I mean, no shade. His all his family died and like his whole clan was completely obliterated in some sort of like like almost like a political coup where they were trying to up uprise in the village and really was their own doing that caused them to be obliterated by a own member of their squad of but it's like he's just insufferable like he just <laughs> always has an attitude he's never happy about the fuck anything and then he is like like a demigod, in that he has the fucking, um, what's it called? The Sharingan, and then he also has the Renegon. So it's like, <laughs> if he's struggling to fight someone, then really, what is he there for? Because he has all of the benefits afforded to him, and he's always been that way. And that just irritates me, because it's like, you have people like, and I really have grown to have a respect for Sakura because it's like, this bitch really created a lane for herself. And it sucks that the writers really don't fuck with her like that, that they would make all her whole development about her infatuation with Sasuke. But it's like, this bitch really like trained under one of the legendary Sanin. First of all, the bitch had to undergo a training where like she was essentially weak for like three years of her life. And still had to go on missions. She still had to perform medical like surgeries and things. And she still had to fight niggas. Like she was at essentially at a disadvantage because she had to accrue enough chakra to be able to do the jutsu that she ended up having. I'm going in. Right she was now.
1: the one that you showed me the video of, right?
0: The pink hair, yes. Yeah, where you
1: were like, she cannot die. Like, the the main thing that they're taught is that they cannot die
0: because they're the ones that keep everybody else alive. She literally has, like... if So, in Medical Ninja in a squad, they are responsible for ensuring that nobody dies on their team. Right. And she cannot die. So right. she... And not to- cannot in that, like, she's not able to die. It's like she has to keep herself alive. Because
1: she Her has one to- job is to be alive.
0: Because <laughs> she has to revive the rest of the team. And if she dies, then everyone else is going to die. And it's like, low-key, I feel like if I was a Naruto, I kind of would want to be a medical ninja because it's like, those niggas really have to know shit. Like, not only have to, they have to learn, like, jutsu to keep themselves alive. So, like, offensive jutsu, Offensive Jutsu, defensive Jutsu. They also have to learn medical Jutsu. Then they also have to fucking learn like actual anatomy and physiology. So it's like, oh, I have to resuscitate. She, bitch, I really will go in. (laughs) Let me calm down. She literally, when Naruto was about to die, she, on like a flying cloud of sand, the bitch cut open his chest and was squeezing his heart to keep him alive. Come on. She was doing a cardiac massage and then In was the performing sky. fucking CPR while they're on this fucking flying cloud to keep him alive. I'm done. <laughs> and Sasuke, you know, can fucking alter the time space continuum, but that's not the inner there. Okay, I'm sorry. Sailor Moon has a sword made of Valerian steel versus who? Sasuke can summon Sailor the power. Moon.
1: <laughs> Valerian steel, yeah, okay, but like Valerian steel versus what is? Um... Vibranium. Valerian Steel versus Vibranium. You think Valerian Steel would win?
0: I'm sorry, I don't even know what he. (laughs) Oh, wait, he has the powers of the. And then, bitch, the power of the Black Panther? (laughs) He literally got everything,
1: is what I'm hearing.
0: He he literally has all power. Like, I (laughs) can't. The power of the Black Panther, too. Super strength. Mm hmm.
1: Um, Vibranium claws. That Vibranium suit.
0: I mean, but I feel like it's the Black Panther, so I feel like black, obviously. Yeah, but it's Sasuke, who is not, so. Right. (laughs) I think he's supposed to be Asian. So, I mean, you know how they draw people. Let me shut up. So, um... (laughs) I mean, by that logic, Sailor Moon is also supposed to be Asian, right? But Sailor Moon Moon also is, like, the protector of humanity. So it's like, she really is that bitch. Like... (laughs) She really is. She really has the power to save mankind and to alter. I would say give it to Sailor Moon because women. I was about to say feminism.
1: (laughs) We value women. Okay. Here, give me that one.
0: Sailor Moon won. Fuck Sasuke. (laughs) And then, so I feel like somebody could low key make the same argument about Naruto, but it's like at least Naruto went through trials and tribulations in his life and had to work for everything that he had. Where Sasuke was like born into a clan that was just by virtue of them existing was better than every other fucking clan. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm really upset. <clears throat> I got
1: Denai Gurira, who was um, Okoye and Black Panther, for those of you who don't know. Yes. And also. What was the girl's name on The Walking Dead? Um, Michonne. Michonne mm-hmm. on The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. She has precision bow and arrow
0: skills. I mean,
1: yes, probably. <laughs> That's totally true. Winston Duke. Also on Black Panther, he was <laughs> M'Baku. Ooh!
0: child, don't put me in that tribe. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's going down. It's going to be a big fight. Oh, my gosh. It's, it's going down. Winston Duke is an all-star cheer tumbler. Come on, cheer tumbler. <laughs> <laughs> this big body nigga. Yes. Out here, out here,
1: controlling his body in time and space. <laughs> we love to see it.
0: Cheering and tumbling. This
1: is a hard fight. I'm mad that these two got paired up against each other. But this
0: would be a good fight to watch. I would enjoy it. That's what I. Um, Deny has what? She Denai. Precision bow and arrows. I Deny. That's
1: her name, right?
0: Deny. But I'm saying she won. I don't care what anybody has to say.
1: Against Winston Duke, and his flying through the, his body is flying through the air. He she's got to hit us, that, but
0: this is—he's not the same character who was in fucking. Um, this is Winston Duke, the actor. This you're right. Not, you're right. But uh, I'm imagining deny. him
1: flowing, flying through the air, though. Like she's got to hit that with a bow and arrow. I guess she does have precision skills, though. So <laughs> because you added that <laughs> adjective, which meant that she is able to precision. Hit. Yeah, you're right. Okay, deny. Deny. All right, so now we take these four, and they go up against each other. Okay, who do we have? So we have Beyonce has a bat named Hot Sauce in her bag, swag, um, against Sailor Moon has a sword made of valerian steel. I want Beyonce to win. Her bat is going to win against this valerian steel sword. (laughs) She can't just win because she's Beyonce. Like, first of all, can she fight? Second of all, can she fight Sailor Moon? Yes, Third because she all...
0: also has a Solange, bitch. And <laughs> Solange can fight all these <laughs> niggas, okay? We was, it, we saw the, tape. Her, Run the wood, tape. her wooden bat against this Valerian steel sword. What, did you see Solange in that orange dress and that little wig? She did not come to play. Okay, so I feel like she could be all them bitches. I don't... Yeah, Sailor Moon can win. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> okay, and...
1: Kagome screams in sonic booms, and Denai Guerrero has precision bow and arrow. I skills. I think Denai, Denai, because she can just she her hit her before she screams, mm-hmm. or hit her in the throat so she can't scream. <laughs> this is mm-hmm. really violent. But yes. <laughs> All right, final one is Sailor Moon with her Valerian steel sword against Denai with her precision bow and arrow skills. Denai, because long range always beats close combat. That's a really good argument. Mm-hmm. I don't have anything to go against that, so okay. Denai Guerrero, you are the winner. Of well, not always, the but I feel
0: like bitch because you you can't. I mean, if I get you, if I snipe you from eight hundred million, this Valerian still does nothing if you're eight thousand feet away from right. me. Right, but she's also Sailor Moon, so she's got all of her Sailor Moon attributes. No, as fuck well. that bitch. <laughs>
1: okay, she gonna
0: do transform and you know put on some nail polish.
1: That's <laughs> some nail polish. She's gonna put on her little flowy skirt and put her hair up into some pigtails. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Girl. i fucking love that little transformation though i used to really go up for when they would do the transformations and then like the nails would come on they would change different colors <laughs> so gay but i <laughs> love that shit okay <laughs> okay so what are we talking that was fun that was cute you always have cute little fun games thanks i have
1: one for next week for when we're ready to snake oil is an interesting game i don't want to play that because already i'm stressed it's kind of like, remember when I did the Shark Tank bit? <laughs> when I was trying to sell you my inventions. I don't wanna
0: play again. I don't wanna play that, because no.
1: <laughs> it's not the same, but it's it's different, but it's not the same. Which are the means it's the same. <laughs> it's
0: different, but it's not the same. Which is making me think that it is the same. It's not. <laughs> I have no trust in what you're saying. It's not.
1: It's not the same.
0: Okay, so what do you want? You said that you would have had some interesting.
1: Yeah, so there's this like fashion trend that I want to be part of.
0: Also, this is the skinny of this week, or maybe we—it's whatever we're talking about. It's, whatever we want to. Talk it's a
1: smorgasbord again this week. It's no longer skinny. <laughs> <laughs> it's fat. Um, the there's a fashion trend that I want to take part of, but I can't. One, because I'm fat, but also because I'm tall. Mm. So I want to wear an oversized hoodie that covers my butt mm-hmm. and then like chunky sneakers with dad socks, and that's it. However, I cannot find an oversized hoodie. Well, I can find, I have oversized sweatshirts, right, that fit like oversized hoodies, but they're not long enough to cover my butt. That's the issue, is that I can't wear them without wearing pants and even if i wear shorts you can see the shorts i just want it to look like i have on a very large hoodie and
0: some chunky sneakers i need to see pictures of this because i feel like i'm not haven't seen this i have one
1: we'll put it on the um the fat people instagram so that you can see it too guys and by we i mean i
0: that was a read because she knows <laughs> that I don't do anything related to the social media for this fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> she said by, we, I mean, this is cute. Right? Oh, this is really cute. Oh, this is really cute. And I
1: want to participate, but I can't because I can't I find we a can make the correct happen. garment.
0: We can make this happen. We just need to find, where did she get the sweatshirt from? We just need to get one in like a, a really big, big sweatshirt.
1: Yeah, but I feel like I would get like a an 8X big and tall men's sweatshirt and it would fit me like a trash bag. Like it wouldn't fit like that, you know? I mean, I
0: feel like this is what, this is giving me trash bag. There's no shape.
1: It's not the shape that a necessary, but I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's just in my mind a men's big and tall sweatshirt doesn't
0: look like that, you know? I mean, I've been watching sewing tutorials lately on YouTube so I feel like I low-key could could um alter this if a I had a sewing machine and b um, you know I actually have sewn something before, but I feel <laughs> like I could do it to really like take it in at the side so that it just like goes straight down. From... Yeah,
1: because that's what I'm thinking. That a, a men's big and tall sweatshirt wouldn't do. It would like because flare only... out or like round out, and I don't want that. I want it to look like that picture. Because
0: I think the thing with hers is is that like. It's only a few inches away from like where her body just goes straight down at, like yeah. you know, like from her her breast mm-hmm. line. It like goes kind of two, like a couple inches away from there, width-wise, and then goes straight down lengthwise. So you just because I feel like with the men's big and tall, it's also going to be like round. Right, that's what I'm saying. That's yeah. why it
1: doesn't look. The picture in my mind in a men's big and tall sweatshirt does not work, the way that this works.
0: I mean, but we can try it on and see if we can make it work.
1: And I have the right like hair for this and everything.
0: Cause it also would be cute if you did like an oversized sweater, and then wore like like a fanny pack or like belted it, and then wore shorts. This is a, not as good picture, but oh, same that's idea. Cute. Oh, that's really cute with the dad sucks and the... I live for a platform sneaker. Same. I really do. I'm, but I'm already so tall, so it's like, what am I doing? Girl, you know, Jack and the Bean, stop. You hear what I'm saying? We are members of the tall committee. When I tell you I have been having some fashion woes myself, when I tell you I have absolutely no pants... Yeah,
1: I wanted to check in on your pants
0: situation. <laughs> <laughs> What I tell you, <laughs> everything is falling apart at the seams. <laughs> like I have absolutely no pants, and it's really getting on my nerves. And I don't even understand because it's like, I don't know if my body is just like changing in a way where I need fabrics, textiles, and materials to really do. The unthinkable. I just need them to do the unthinkable. And by unthinkable, I mean stretch into the oblivion. (laughs) Like, I need them to be able to cover the massive expanse that is my body. And if they're not doing that... Like, I just recently bought some pants from Amazon. And they're really, really cute, too. I got some camo... um, Like, they're camo... They're pink, white, and black camo pants. And they have, like, a drawstring at the bottom. So you can wear them, like... Like kind of like a straight leg pant where it just like goes straight from your knee and then flows all the way down, Mm -hmm. or you can because they you can make it so that they gather at the ankle, which is you know I'm trying to lean into that like military inspired Mm -hmm. look, Mm -hmm. but they're pink, white, and black, which I'm obsessed with already. But the issue is that I was like, okay, well, let me see what size I'm gonna get. So originally I was gonna get the thirty eight to forty. Because the way that the pants are made is that you it covers those two, like, those two sizes. Because what you can do is it comes with, like, a waistband or, or like, a... You can make the waist smaller because it has, like, these adjustable straps. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay. But I kind of wanted them to be high-waisted because belly. Mm-hmm. So we want to kind of, you know, soften the blow of that. So I was like, okay, well... <laughs> You know we're just gonna mosey on over that. So I was like, okay, let me get this, in and I think I got a forty forty two. Got these pants, and this is why you really need. And this, I've been really researching textiles lately to really figure out the things I need for my for my garments. Because if I would have read the description of this fabric, I would have figured out that this shit has no fucking stretch. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> this material is <laughs> <it's> not moving. <laughs> like, and if it doesn't stretch, it's not going to work. And the thing is, they fit. And I like them, and they're cute, and I have all these cute ideas for them, but I'm like, I would uh, like these pants more if there was some sort of elastic Lycra spandex in the pant, and there's not. (laughs) So, what what I would have to do is next time is size up if I want them to truly fit the way that I want them to fit, but they're cute, though. I might wear them this weekend, but... Okay. (sighs) I just need pants... Pants. (laughs) Work pants. Yes. Yes. And I all my other pants that I have are like club pants in that they have rips in them, they have holes in them, like, and you, I can't wear those to work. So all the pants that I wear to work have to be very basic and minimal. And I'm struggling to find... I don't trust. I don't trust these brands. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm not We already had this conversation. I really struggle with, like, what is it called? Buyer's anxiety with purchasing clothes online, specifically because it's like, as a fat person, I need to know what this feels like before I purchase it. Yeah, and like, I really risked my life with these pants, but they were so fucking cute. <laughs> risking I was like, I, my life, <laughs> I had to purchase them, but I really need to know with, like. But I think I may have found a brand. I don't know if I'm gonna say them yet, but I think I may have fa- I'm gonna say it and then you can just, cause I don't care. I found, I might gonna get some pants from.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You told me about them.
0: Yes, cause they also have like, I also appreciate fat plus size clothing that also caters to tall people. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, I mean, I don't know, I know, you know, a couple of small, like smaller size wise. Like, height-wise, fats, but a lot of fat people I know are tall as shit. Mm -hmm. So, it's like, bitch, who is making clothes with an inseam that's, like, a 27, 29? Right. Why are all of my pants crops? Why are (laughs) they all capris? What's going on here? High waters. Poom-poom shorts. Like, I need... (laughs) The inseam has to be at least a 32. Like... For pants, yes. Then if it's not, then it's not going to work. And I feel like, at least with... um. They do have, like, the si- they go up sizes. Like, I think they go up, like, a size 26 online. Mm-hmm. And then their inseam, you can do, like, a regular, short, or long. And I didn't know that um, it had a plus size range
1: at all, one. Yeah. <clears throat> and that it was as good as it is until very recently.
0: Well, I don't know. we going to should do a review. I mean, I don't
1: know, like, fat, like, textile-wise. I mean, like, as good as it is going up to a 26. Right. Because a lot of plus size... Like in style jeans and stuff online and in store only go up to maybe a twenty two.
0: Maybe yeah, I know. I think that's the largest that Forever
1: Twenty One goes
0: up to. Yeah, that's the largest that Fashion Nova goes up to as well. That's wild. And I was I haven't purchased men's pants from Fashion Nova yet, so I'm really scared about. that. I mean, I really haven't purchased any. Only thing I purchased from Fashion Nova that was is that jumpsuit, and even that is like. It was cute. It's cute. Mhm. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was cute though. Not the it was cute. It was cute. Mhm. Not the silence after that.
1: It was cute.
0: It was cute, but I like the way that you styled it
1: with the boots and the. You needed a beret, it girl, and that would have really set the fanny pack. It,
0: it would have really set the girls off. You know, <laughs> I was really giving you. You know, you remember fucking Hardy Boys from um, WWF? Mm-hmm. Bitch, I was really giving you that. I was really giving <laughs> you, you know, military-inspired jumpsuit. I wore it to the the club last weekend, and the girls were gagging. The Come girls on. were definitely gagging. You but didn't wear it with the right shoes, because they was here. I have another pair of Doc Martens, um, just a regular basic black pair. Those were the mm-hmm. first pair I bought. When I tell you, Doc Barton is my favorite brand. They're my favorite brand. I have at least like six or seven pairs of them. They're really
1: ones. cute. I want a pair of platform white ones,
0: but they are expensive. They're, ugh. <laughs> Girl, they are definitely expensive. I want a, a pair of basic like black platform ones. And I can look want them to do like a double platform. Mm-hmm. So I can really give the girls height and really give the girls disco. <laughs> like that's what I want. But those are my fashion woes. I just need pants that stretch. I also want an over the knee boot
1: mm. with either a block heel or like not heel that is wide enough to go over fat people's legs. Mm. Yes. Because I haven't found, like, I, Torrid has a really good wide leg boot selection. Mm-hmm. They never have my size in the one pair that I really want. And also, they're all wide width, like in the shoe, which I don't need, so I'm gonna have to wear like two pairs of socks inside the boot because they're gonna my feet are gonna be slipping inside and inside I'm over. just for it to go around my
0: leg. I'm over having to make things work bitch in the words of Tim Gunn. like <laughs> we, okay, we consistently as a fat marginalized group <laughs> have to make things work like we can't just purchase something and it'd be fine like i have to really like become you know the seamstress (laughs) as well as you know the designer and figure out how to to convey the look that i want to convey with limited resources right like because for my birthday which is coming
1: up my cash app will be in the um in the description guys send me birthday money (laughs) i wanna. (laughs) (laughs) That was the Lord smiting me for asking y'all for money. Thank you. <laughs> um, I want to wear that pink dress that I wore last year because I didn't get any pictures in it, mm-hmm. and some over-the-knee black boots with like my hair up in a high Ariana-style ponytail what do you do for your birthday? and black lips. Okay. I don't know. I want to go out, I think, but I'm not sure. I also want to get myself like a hotel room with a really nice bathtub and take a bath with a bath bomb and drink some wine in the dark
0: by myself. There was a lot that just transformed (laughs) those last 20 seconds that you just said. I'm like, wait, when did we go to that one hotel? That was my birthday. I don't know if that was last year or the year before. It was the year before, right? It was really nice. We, they have a a bar on the top of that hotel. Yeah, on the roof. I went there again. And because I was in the lobby and I was like, I've been here before. Was
1: it cute? It was cute. I think I might do that for my birthday. I might get myself a cute little room with a bathtub was and then just hang out at the bar. To stay there? It was like, yeah, it was, it's expensive the week of my birthday, but I'm thinking of going the week after because that's pay week one and it's a little less expensive. For
0: one night, it's like $230. Oh, that's not bad. That's not bad at all. And I mean, if you, I mean, I don't know if you were like, wanted people to go with you or you just want to <laughs> go by yourself, but last year I dropped, or the year that we went, I dropped like a stack on that weekend
1: for the hotel. It was wild. I don't know what's going on the week of my birthday, but all of the hotels are fucking ridiculous. President's Day?
0: When is your birthday? The
1: twenty second. It's Washington's birthday, but like, who cares? When is President's Day? That's I don't know. the week after this week. That might be my birthday then. Is this week Valentine's Day?
0: No. Yes. No. Then next week, next Friday is Valentine's Day. Yes. President's Day is. The 17th. Bitch. Okay. I'm sorry. We had a whole conversation about something that wasn't related to anything. I mean, but I don't...
1: I would enjoy if you came to, like, party. But I think I want to be in the room by myself. Okay. Have, like, a a care for Taylor day.
0: As you should. Let's do that. That sounds fun. So then we can have a good little... Do you have any idea of where you want to go at for the night hours? Mm-mm. No? But
1: um, that's, I mean, we can do a couple things because the week of my birthday, my birthday is on a Friday or a Saturday. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. So we can go out that day. It's the following week that I'm getting the hotel. So we could also go out that weekend. Okay. Okay.
0: Girl, you, <laughs> you're talking <laughs> the right one. I'm always here for a drink and a night out. I'm going to be into it more, I feel. Come on, um, what were we talking about? Fashion? Didn't
1: you say you had like a political thing <gasps> you wanted to do? <laughs> I'm sorry. I
0: feel like I've been talking this whole episode. But I am mad. It's not even I'm mad. I'm just so irritated with this whole, with the political discourse currently. Like, I mean, obviously this is not like an overtly political show, but fuck it. This is our show. We're going to talk about the things that we want going to talk about. Mm-hmm. And I'm someone who watches a lot of like left i mean i mean everyone knows that i'm like a left obviously not even left leaning bitch left falling like let's <laughs> be clear i am knee deep in the left and i watch a lot of like left podcasts on youtube and a lot of left like broadcast broadcasting people on youtube and recently i've been obsessed with the majority report and yeah, we shouted them out a couple episodes ago and i love them i really do love them And I was just having this realization after watching like some of their like interviews with libertarians and some of their coverage on like kind of like conservative ideology and that kind of stuff. And what's just fascinating to me is that in our current political moment, as we think about the Democratic primary, right, and you're seeing like kind of this conflict between people who lean more what I would argue conservative who are still voting Democrat who are still running as Democrats, people who are like in the center, corporatists, and then people who are progressive. At least what you see emerging, and I'm giving these all these people credit. At least what you're seeing mer- emerging on the Democratic primary is like a conversation about policy. Like you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. there there seems to be um an acknowledgement of like societal ills, societal issues, societal problems, and then trying to figure out, although obviously everyone knows I'm more of a progressive and I'm going to align with their policy prescriptions related to addressing those problems, There, at least I there is a conversation on how to uh, attack the problem or how to address the problem, how to resolve the problem, right. right? Or seemingly there is one. So there's people who are thinking like, in the case of healthcare, there's like, okay, there's single-payer or a public option that doesn't really do much in terms of changing our current system because if there's a private insurance company they'll just undercut the single-payer system so then it's putting more burden on the single-payer system and then it ends up just kind of like defrauding (laughs) the entire program where there's also like universal health care i mean like medicare for all which is something that i think would be beneficial and then there's, like, Medicare buy-in or Medicaid buy-in. So there's all these different policy prescriptions that you're seeing emerging from the Democratic discourse currently. Tell me what the, the Republican one is. Like, I need people to tell me. Tell me what the conservative answer to the issue of our health care system. And it seems like the, we're collectively realizing that there's problems in the world, and specifically in America, related to, like, the student debt crisis, climate change, health care, mm-hmm. the criminal justice system, criminal justice reform, and at least Democrats are making it a point to acknowledge the problem and then try to figure out a solution to resolve it using their government platform. Some more than others, some are just, you know, puppets of corporations, but at least there's acknowledgement of an issue. Republicans... I think acknowledge for the most part acknowledge these issues, but don't have any interest in actually doing anything about it. Right. It's like everything is reduced to public. Everything is reduced to individual responsibility. So it's like the answer to (laughs) the healthcare conversation is either what I'm kind of seeing is there are some conservatives who are like it's a it's the answer is price reduction. They need There needs to be some regulation on prices and uh, caps on how much services cost. But then even that, it's kind of counter to conservative ideology because they don't really believe in regulation and big government. Right. All right. And I'm not even seeing any of that. What I see
1: when I am having conversations with Republicans about health care and about certain other things, it's never a, well, here's what we can do to fix it. It's always a, well, it's better than it was when Obama was president or it's better than it used to be, which is like... I'm not going to agree or disagree with you one way or the other, but that's not what I asked you right. at all. <laughs> right? And I don't understand how you and feel like that's an answer. Right.
0: That's not <laughs> an argument. What is better? Better compared to what? Is better than what Obama was a president, but is it really?
1: And it might be better for you because you feel like being forced to buy health care is worse than not having health care.
0: And then let's also, for a moment, I'm sorry, I just have to spend a moment on this. I talk about healthcare on this fucking podcast a lot, but I'm going to just go on a little bit of of a rant. I'm so over people making it seem like they have so much choice when it comes to their fucking healthcare. Because let's really keep it funky. First of all, if you're not, if you don't work, I mean, if you don't get healthcare through your employer, what are your options? Because if you're buying, and this is, I mean... I have huge issues with the fucking um, Affordable Care Act. But if you're getting your insurance to the marketplace, that shit is fucking expensive. As hell. And you're not even getting like, like, full coverage, like your out of pocket expenses are really, really small. Like I remember I went in there with my current income and attempted to see how much it would cost. And it's like my premium would be like three hundred dollars. Yeah. And then that's for like a blue cross blue shield bronze plan. And then I would still have like a two thousand dollar deductible. Yeah. That's if you don't get your healthcare through your, your um employer m- employer. So then if you do get your healthcare through your employer, most of the time they already have contracts that they've established with these with these companies. Companies and then they just have different plans under those contracts. So it's not like you can work for one employer and then say, Okay, can I shop around at Blue Cross Blue Shield Aetna and fucking United Healthcare? No, it's probably the, the case that if you work for this company, you are they have a contract with Blue Cross Blue Shield and mm-hmm. then three different plans underneath that. Mm-hmm. So it's like and then even in that. I in my line of work, it happens all the time where you think that something is covered and it's not. <laughs> like it's not covered under your plan and then you end up having to pay this bill that you were not expecting to pay. So it's like on top of paying for your insurance. And is that choice? What choice is that? Whereas you could pay more the the, the total cost of what you spend on healthcare will be less even though your tax for what you pay, like the the your out of pocket in terms of your taxes will go up, but your total out of pocket for what you spend on healthcare will go down, but you get more out of it. You get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So it's like with Medicare for all, they say that obviously your tax burden is going to increase, but really it's not this comparable to what you currently spend on healthcare, because it's like You're not having to pay a copay. You're not having having to pay a premium. You're not having to pay deductibles. You're not having to pay anything at the point of service. You're just paying, like, the fee, which you're low-key currently paying now in private insurance. Mm -hmm. But the fee is going to the government as opposed to an insurance company. And you're getting more out of it. Right. So, don't have me being um, a surrogate for fucking Bernie Sanders on this bitch. (laughs) But, like... At least with that, like in in what I just said, it's like we're we're able to have a conversation about a problem and how to address it because everyone knows their healthcare system is fucking crazy. But the Republicans don't seem to be interested in doing anything about any problem.
1: (laughs) Any problem at all. (laughs) Any problem. Except for complaining about how it was handled by someone else.
0: So their answer to everything is less government and letting the insurance companies... I guess have more power and more, uh, and and letting them do more in terms of determining what you know. Which our is so
1: wild because lower class and middle class Republicans will be the first one to tell you that they are paying on, too much course. for certain things, and then say, "But we want less government inter inter intervene." We want less government involvement. Intervention. 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 Yeah,
0: you were right. You were right over
1: We want less government involvement. But then like, okay, so you want to pay more for things is what I'm hearing. Because the the insurance companies with no oversight are going to charge you as much as they possibly fucking can. Right. They're not going to give you any type of handout. They're not going to give you any type of break if they want to say okay well your deductible is or your premium is $500 and your deductible is 5000 like that's what it's going to be right and that's some people's that's some people's plans like imagine getting like i can't i would not afford i could not afford to
0: get sick off of something like that and people don't really understand that like so when you don't pay a bill depending on the 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 facility that you have the facility that you have the services rendered There's, like, credit implications. Like, if they send that bill to collections, that bill is going to reflect on your credit. And that could stop you from getting a home. That can stop you from, like, buying, like, accessing things. A lot of things. A lot of things. Because you need credit in order to be able to maneuver in the society. So it's like... They
1: run your credit when you sign up for um, internet when you get a new house. They run your credit when you buy a car. Right. They run your credit when you buy a house. They run your credit... For everything. <laughs> Sometimes, when you
0: apply for certain jobs in certain industries, they'll do a credit check. Right. So it's like the, all these issues are interconnected in that you're literally limiting the the livelihood of individuals by atta- attaching these huge fees to healthcare when it's the case that we could have a system where you don't pay at the point of service, so you're not having to receive that bill. It's just that there's going to be more money taken out of your check. Because we have the system, mm-hmm. but it's like you're not going to be spending as much money on healthcare, right? Total. And it's like,
1: yes, there's going to be more money taken out of your check, but you're going to need less money to do things to live.
0: Right. right it's literally it's like people think that somehow the money that you spend on taxes is so much it is a different value than what you spend on any any other thing right it's like like a dollar that you spend on taxes is the same dollar that you spend on health care right wouldn't you want to spend that dollar in taxes but it means that you not have to pay for premiums deductibles co-pays co-insurances
1: because if your premium is is You know, $300 a month. That's what? $3,600 a month. Plus your $2,000... I mean, a year. A year, sorry. Mm -hmm. Plus your $2,000 deductible. So we're talking about $3,800
0: a year. That much is... $5,600. Wait, what? Yeah, because if it's $300... (laughs) Wait. $300 $300 a month times 12 months is... $3,600. Yes. Plus... The five thousand, the two thousand dollars deductible,
1: five thousand six hundred. Yes. That you. Oh, to- oh, Jesus! I can't do math. Okay, yes, that's fifty six hundred dollars a month. I mean, fifty six hundred dollars a year. That much is not going to come out of your check for Medicare. So it- all you have to do is get sick once, and it's paid for.
0: Like <laughs> right. <laughs> right, and it's and it's it's like this basic belief that like when I think about the idea of, like, socialized medicine, or, like, or, like, paying more in taxes, like, putting the the responsibility not on, like, one person, but in terms of the collective, so, like, we are responsible for each other, I feel like that goes back to, like, this basic idea of, like, collectivism versus individualism. It's, like, I'm a firm believer in that Like we all are on this planet together. We all have to share this space. So why not work together in order to achieve higher quality of lives for, for one another? Right. Like, I have a responsibility to you as someone who is another human being who I have to maneuver my life around because we interact in the same, on the same land, in the same space. Your, your actions impact me. My Im- actions impact you. Why wouldn't we work together to achieve a similar goal in that we want everyone to be healthier. (laughs) We want everyone to not be poor. Like, we want everyone to be able to access education. We want people to be able to access clean air, clean water. So it's like, I say all that to say. And we can, sorry, I don't want
1: to interrupt you. Go ahead. But we can go ahead and debunk some of the... Republican arguments to that right now because I can already hear the, well, I shouldn't have to pay for health care for an illegal immigrant when they're not paying taxes because one, they pay taxes yes. if they're working mm-hmm. and two, illegal immigrants are so much less likely to go and get health, to go and get medical care because they don't want to risk getting deported Mm -hmm. so you're not paying
0: for them period end of story and then also people seem to think that going to the emergency room is the same thing as like getting care that's not not. (laughs) that that is not the same thing as getting care the emergency room is for what Emergencies. emergencies like it's supposed to be uh it's supposed to be what you go to when you're really experiencing something that is like life-threatening, debilitating, or you really don't have the ability to understand what it's doing to your body. So you need like immediate care. It's not supposed to replace like a primary care physician. And I mean, look. Same with like clinics. <laughs> like it's, uh, ugh, I, I hate having this conversation. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> Sorry, it's just was on my spirit because it's just annoying that like you see all this intellectual I mean and not all of it is intellectual, but at least you see there there being like a a, a debate coming from the left on what are the answers to addressing these specific problems that the world is facing. You do not see the same on the right. At it's all. just, a, a, right now, it's just a group thing surrounding Trump, everyone supporting Trump because he has his base that is, like, defining where the party is going and whatever he says is gospel. Which but, makes no sense at all. Someone, please explain it to me. Girl. And then it's like, what is he, what are his, he really doesn't seem like to, he really doesn't seem to stand for any real, principles it just seems to be what is something that like what kind of positive press that he gets surrounding his own like ideas at that specific moment like positive reinforcement that he gets for his ideas at that specific moment so it's like what is the republican answer to the student debt crisis what they would say is don't take out those loans What they would say is to what they would say to the healthcare crisis is don't "Don't get sick. sick. That's literally what they would say because everything is reduced to individual responsibility. You should take care of yourself better so you don't get sick, so you don't have to have health insurance. I
1: literally cannot take care of myself if I don't have healthcare. Like I have to go in order to take care of myself. Preventative care is necessary. Preventative care is going to my primary care physician for checkups, and I can't do that without health insurance because I have to pay out of pocket and that shit is expensive.
0: It's expensive. Like, it's crazy expensive and it's just annoying because you can't, to me, at this point, the it's cheaper to die. I mean, I it's, was going to say that. It's cheaper to just die. <laughs> <laughs> That's depressing. But I'm going to say, at this point, it feels like, and it's just annoying because to me, looking at, with the how the conversation is happening on the left we have and i'm saying we me we have the the high ground on literally every issue like when you start reducing things to policy you, we have the high ground climate change the 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 right position is is denial denying science that's not a winning argument bitch at all, at all. <laughs> that's 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 the right's position on climate change the student debt crisis the right's position is you shouldn't take out student loans. Our the left position is either we're going to um do some sort of adjusting of interest rates, if you look at like a, a, a what is his name, Julian Castro, one of his policy prescriptions, like subsidizing interest rates or you're talking about a Bernie Sanders that's like free college and we'll wipe it all out. And completely forget this. Like we have the moral high ground, the intellectual high ground, because it's supported and rooted in evidence. Everything, a lot of the policies that at least progressives are calling for. So it's like for Republicans and conservatives, it's
1: if you can't afford to college, don't. If you can't afford college, don't go to college. But that's right. because it's a an elitist thing. Like, a, my kids can afford to go to college; they should be the only ones who go. They're they should be the only ones who get to remain educated whereas the poor should not. If you can't afford it, don't go. I'm not I'm not going to help you pay for it. When it's like I could be smarter than your kids. I just can't afford to prove it. I can't afford to get that little piece of paper that says that I am.
0: And it's annoying cuz it's like it to me just shows a, it shows a complete irresponsibility and in like incompetence on the part of People in the democratic establishment that they can't convey a message effectively. Cause I would be the type of bitch that'd be like, "Do you understand this nigga is talking about? What is it? 97 percent of scientists is saying that we have uh, at this point less than twelve years to to do something to address climate change before we do, like it's irreversible." And I would play that every single day. <laughs> like I would go, I would be having press conferences and be like, "This nigga is saying science is not real." <laughs> There's nothing there's no objective Which reality. Which is so
1: wild because <laughs> their whole argument for like the abortion ban was that like life begins at this point that because science it. says that this, and it's like, pick a side. Like, like you, you cannot say that this is supported by science over here, but that this isn't real, even though science says so. Like what the
0: hell? And even the science that they're quoting is like, there's literally like gynecologists who are like, I don't know what the fuck science is <laughs> talking about, bitch. That's a zygote, like,
1: bitch. That is—I
0: don't know what you're talking about. That is not nobody's fucking baby. That is a zygote, okay, <laughs> bitch. Going back to biology, like it's—it's it's just annoying, and I'm like, Democratic it, it, people in the Democratic establishment really pissed me off because, let me not—I'm not gonna do—I'm not gonna do that, but just know that. I just hope that we all learn from 2016 <laughs> and really are really re- ready to make a change and have new energy. And if you needed any evidence that
1: Republican is not the way you necessarily want to lean, we can look at these impeachment trials because the Republican's whole argument was that we don't need to hear any witnesses or any evidence because we already know what happened. <laughs>
0: Like, what is his name, homeboy? Um, Lamar Alexander, I think is what his name was, whatever. He essentially said, what he essentially said was, the Democrats presented a case that proved their point, that he did it. Mm -hmm. And they all have conceded that he did it. They just don't feel like based off what he did, it's impeachable. And it's like but you we weren't even having that conversation we were not we were saying can we at least hear from other niggas about what the fuck went down but you you've made the decision at the point where we're trying to hear the hear you know the terms of the case to to you know to, to debate the, the the facts of the case we can't even get to that point as a, a as a whole because you're saying that you don't even want to hear witnesses you've already made up your mind before we even heard all the evidence right so it's like my whole thing is if it
1: you're hiding something. Because if you weren't none of this would be it wouldn't be necessary for you to be like, no, we don't need to hear any of this. If you're so sure that what he did was not an impeachable offense, then let's just hear all of it. What is the harm in
0: hearing it if it if it wasn't a
1: big deal to you?
0: If it wasn't. If you think it's something that's going to oh, God. All this is just really fucking exhausting. And it's just sad because again, to me it's just another example of to me, democratic incompetence cuz it's like i would just be running ads every single day that said <laughs> we're supposed to be one of the most like the most like objective body mm-hmm. <laughs> that exists in terms of the court system and like the legal institution these niggas don't want, even want to hear evidence right like the, the whole system was built on being objective and what are we doing We're not being objective, Objective, right? (laughs) We're not being objective. They call us partisan all the time. Meanwhile, in a situation where we're supposed to be uh, objective arbiters of reality and like empirical fact or objective fact, we can't even produce evidence and facts to prove the point that we're making because you don't want to hear it. Like and run that as an ad all, all the time. Like, and then one of the things that irritates me about impeachment, because I remember Meghan McCain said this shit on fucking um The View. She's the fucking worst. Girl. <laughs> she was like, well, because people, how are we going to take seriously this, the, the thing of impeachment, like the call for impeachment when people were calling for impeachment before this even happened? So it's like, y'all already did not want him to be in office. So, you know, how are we supposed to legitimately hear that this, like, how is re- how are we to take this investigation as legitimate because you've already wanted him to be impeached before this whole situation with Ukraine happened. And then to me, it's just like, that's such like a, um, like an absolute argument in that when you frame the conversation like that, you make it so that anything that he does is not impeachable. Right, <laughs> like-
1: And also who is y'all? Cause like y'all, the people can feel any type of way they want to. It was the 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 senators and the Congress around him that was like, oh, hey, this is an issue now. Let's look at this. Right. So, like, I me, Taylor, regular Taylor here mm-hmm. on the streets can say, impeach this man. I don't like him. He needs to go. Right. That doesn't mean anything. It means something when Congress and the people around him start saying it. So, you saying that y'all didn't want him here in the first place is a, it's a non-argument. It doesn't make any sense.
0: It doesn't make any sense. And it also, to me, it makes it so that There is nothing that he can do that is impeachable. There's nothing that he can do that's impeachable. And it's like, this whole situation with Ukraine, it's like, it was so egregious that it's like, they had no choice but to. It's like, they were dragging their feet to even do this shit. So, what are you even talking about when you say that because people were calling for impeachment before this happened, it just devalues any call for impeachment. So then what the fuck is the purpose of impeachment in the Constitution? Girl, I'm I. I have had it, okay. (laughs) I've completely had it, and I just want people to know that as much as much people as much as people give, you know, liberals. I mean, I don't I don't know if I would necessarily call myself a liberal. I'm more of like a leftist. But as much shit as people give people on the left as being as being like bleeding heart and being like you know these lip people say things like lip tards. I read the comments on YouTube. That's why I know all this shit. Uh. Like, you there's one thing that you cannot say about the left is that we will not. We will always take a, a social problem and try to figure out a way to resolve it in a way that's going to m- mitigate as much damage as possible. Mm-hmm. That's That's a key feature of the left because we believe in collective will. We believe in a collective spirit. We believe in working together to achieve a goal. So, again, my call, my answer, like, please tell me what the Republican position is on some of these social problems that isn't individual responsibility, that actually will do something to address the problem in a way that's not going to harm, cause more harm than is already being caused. Please tell me. I don't think
1: that there's ever going to be an answer. (laughs) (laughs) One, because I'm pretty sure that the position is
0: me and mine are good, so y'all worry about y'all. Less governance, less government. Like, I'm sorry, I just had to get that off my spirit because... Like, watching the debates and, like, watching everything that's going on with the Democratic primary, it's like, I already know who my candidate is. I do, too. Did you see what happened
1: in Iowa or see what is happening in Iowa? This shit is wild. Like, what's going on? Like, y'all are fucking up. (laughs) And you're fucking up to the point where it's it's working for the other side. And I want y'all to get it together. Yes.
0: And it's really sad because it's like... I don't want to because when Trump can say things like you see how you know they they can't even hold their own fucking elections and this is why we want, we can't trust them with our healthcare system. And then there will be marital what the fuck he's saying because the shit is a mess. Right. It's like it's making us look I look crazy. <laughs> you allow me out the house looking crazy, bitch. What's tea? <laughs> like I can't. And I just want people to really think about 2016, I'm going to keep saying this because I'm, I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to subliminally get you to understand where I'm going with this. Please really, really, really look at 2016 and learn from, you know, that whole experience and make, you know, really, really educated, you know, learn, in the words of Tyra Banks, learn something from this, okay? And be t- quiet, Tiffany,
1: Take niggas at their word, okay? Take people for who they are when they show them to you. Mm-hmm. I was watching this video. I will put it on the Instagram if I can find it, of this old white man sitting in this um, golf cart that was just covered in signs that was like, Trump is a rapist. Trump <laughs> is terrible. Trump is a sexual assaulter. Mm-hmm. And some white woman came up to him with a camera and was like, Trump is, uh, what's it, what was it? It was like... Trump has admitted to sexual assault, and he was like, "Yeah, what you mean? Like, yes." He said that he grabs women by the pussy, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and she's like, "That means that he has done sexual assault." And I'm like, "Lady, what the fuck? (laughs) What the actual fuck? If I grabbed you by the pussy right now, did I sexually assault you? Like, what the hell?" Yes, absolutely.
0: How
1: do you? How do you? Y'all, y'all are not dumb. You're not dumb. There's no way that you can hear some shit and be like, "No." That's not what that means. You're not dumb. Use your brains.
0: I think people, will honestly, it's like willful ignorance. They just don't want to believe that this is reality. And I mean, I mean, maybe my whole, my perspective has been colored by the fact that I've been watching Handmaid's Tale recently. Ugh. Girl. I, I fucking love that show, but it scares the shit out of me. When I tell you, tears, tears, crying, like... I cannot. And I mean, I haven't actually watched like four episodes on Hulu. I've been watching things on YouTube, don't tell nobody. Um, (laughs) YouTube clips. Um, But like people really don't understand the capacity like the shit that happens abroad could happen here. Mm -hmm. Like, People don't understand that like fascism is a thing that could legitimately happen in the United States. And authoritarianism is something that could legitimately happen in the United States so people really need to take it seriously and if that's something that you do not believe in you don't do you, you do not want to proliferate you need to do something via via your vote mm-hmm. to do something to combat it
1: because the abortion ban could very quickly parlay into something like, Women don't have rights at all, you know. Not having a not having rights over your own body is a really a really easy stepping stone into not having rights at all.
0: Yeah, it's like that's a logical conclusion.
1: Like that's literally, and it's wild to me that those of you who are you know, pro-NRA and are like, no, you're not allowed to take away our guns because it's just a step into telling us that we can't defend ourselves at all, don't understand that women not having rights over their bodies is the same thing.
0: Because they're the same people. It's really, I just got, I'm bereft, okay? I'm I'm without energy because it's it's just sad. And I just want people, again, I'm going to say it one more time, <laughs> please learn from 2016. And and really, 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 you know, think critically and and reflect on what what kind of world you want. And vote for that person who's gonna create the world that you want, you know? Cause I know who I'm voting for. As do I. Our first podcast, November third,
1: if something stupid happens and Trump wins again, the very first thing that I'm saying is, We were rooting for
0: you, we were all rooting for you. How dare you bitch. <laughs> Be quiet, Tiffany. Okay, <laughs> be quiet. Ugh. We have what's the time? How long? We we're at an hour. We could stop any moment. I'm done. <laughs> okay. The weekly consumption. Do you have one? Uh-huh, I think so. What have I been watching? What have I been consuming this week? I don't know. What happened?
1: I've been, been really into The Sims. I've been playing The Sims like crazy. Oh, oh, I do know. Okay, so there is a YouTuber named Claire. S- S- Shaban Siobhan, C. O. Bond, something like that. She's Irish. She does um Sims like playthroughs, she creates stories and everything. Mm. She did one called Rags to Riches where she started with one sim who was from like a wealthy family but decided to like move out and do everything on her own. On. She was living in a tent on a lot um she didn't have any food. She had to go to like the park and wait for people to cook and then leave food behind. She was rummaging through trash cans. I
0: love that. Um,
1: she came back and her tent had blown away. So she was just sleeping outside in the grass. She didn't have a toilet. She was peeing in a bush. And throughout the um, like series, it was like a 20 part series, each episode like 30 minutes long. Throughout the series, she ended up, like, with a a really nice house, like, a farm-style house with her own farm. She married a guy. She had a couple kids. Like, she had her own bakery. It was so cute. Yeah. She literally started with zero simoleons and (laughs) made shit happen.
0: I live for... The Rags to Riches is, like, my favorite kind of, like, sim... Playthrough like Sim storyline, like when people do a Rack to Riches kind of playthrough. I really like cause that's why I fuck with um. He used to be Sim Supply, I fuck with his because he, he does multiple Rack to Riches. He did one with like um, an artist, and obviously, she was a painter, and then she made this huge he. Designed this huge fucking like art gallery and it was sickening and it was like industrial and there was like ex- exposed brick and it was multi <laughs> level. Like it was so sickening. I fucking love the same supply. My weekly consumption is... <sighs> so I have been like obsessed with reality TV show fights. Okay. And I've been watching... I just want to... Okay.
1: When I met you... <laughs> We were doing Color Guard Mm -hmm. and the Sharkeesha No video came out where she literally just beat the crap out of this girl. Mm -hmm. We were watching this video and you were like cringing and you were like, Oh, I hate this. I hate this. I don't like when people fight. I can't stand it. I don't want to watch it. Fast forward to now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I still am that way. I really don't be liking when people fight because it's like, Bitch, why are you fighting? Like, (laughs) I don't, I just, to me, it's hard to imagine like feeling that passionate about something that you really want to throw hands and put hands on bodies. I can relate. You can relate? Can,
1: to 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 feeling that passionate and wanting to put hands on people, yes. Oh,
0: wow. I, I can relate. I mean, maybe I'm just not a violent person, but... Uh-huh. but I don't ever get to
1: the point where I do put my hands on people. I haven't yet anyway. Mm-hmm. But I'm not opposed. Because you got me fucked up.
0: <laughs> I'm not opposed. I'm just, <laughs> I'm, in the words of Idina Menzel, I'm not that girl. <laughs> and... I don't know, but I've been watching reality TV show fights, and I was just like, there are some legendary moments in reality TV that, like, I cannot... Like, I was watching um, the fight between... It was on Love and Hip Hop, and this was the fight between Tammy and Duffy, bitch. And essentially, Tammy was about, like, had to, you know, go through 8,755 bitches to get to Duffy. And I almost thought that she pushed Duffy over the edge of the fucking balcony, because they were <laughs> on, like, this. I watched the um the reunion. They were on, like, the sixth level of this fucking, um, I guess it was, like, some compound outside in this, like, breakfast area eating. And they got into this fight, and she was about to push her over the fucking thing. Like, and... I was watching Bad Girls Club fights, and I forget Those who was my favorite bitch. I fucking love Bad Girls Club. When that girl put the bleach in the girl's contacts, that was
1: that was a lot. I do remember that. Was that Stasia Stasia? She
0: said, and she said, either confess, <laughs> 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 confess, or get this ass whooped. <laughs> She said, Stassi, you have no idea who put the bleaching context. She said, I have every idea. <laughs> <laughs> I said, so, I, like, I live for this. And then fucking threw the drink at her face and really started punching her. I have every idea. <laughs> I know exactly who did it. I also enjoyed with Judy through the cereal in the bed. I made you breakfast in bed. Oh my God. Okay. I didn't see that. That one wasn't on there. But I'm like, bitches are really out here fighting. When they fight in love with hip hop, that kind of scares me because it's like, they seem the type to really take it to the next level. You get know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. when I was watching the reunion and Cardi B and her sister were really out here getting to fight with so bitches on the stage, mm-hmm. I was like, these seem like the type of people that were really like, have goons and we'll really start shooting over this shit. And I'm like, okay, that's, Cardi B, yes, I'm like, please, let's not, please, <laughs> let's just everyone just calm down, okay? Please, like, I can't. But I was watching reality TV moments and getting my life. I was watching when, um, oh, my favorite video is between right now is between OG and Evelyn. I don't know if you've seen, that. yes, I watched that whole
1: saga because Evelyn. Evelyn is somebody that I would have to put hands on if I ever had an
0: interaction with her as well. She'd be doing the most. OG got her together. Gather, collected her right on up. Okay. <laughs> collected her right on up and said, let me just place you right on over here. Because she... <laughs> When she, they had that little spat outside and she was supposedly printing these receipts of Twitter DMs between her and um Ocho OG Cinco. and Ocho Cinco. Yeah. And she was like, and she, that little leaned forward and said, what is this? Oh, wait, let me get my phone just so I can show you the text messages. And then he, <laughs> she was like, oh, this is back from 2017. And then OG was like, oh no, we actually met in 2011. Everybody got real quiet. She said, oh, <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh. And then she said, she read the messages, and he kept saying, hey, babe, hey, babe, hey, babe. <laughs> and then she said what everyone else was saying. Evelyn wants to be black. Mm-hmm. hmm
1: And then the, we got to the reunion, and Shawnee was like, it's not that we don't like her because she's dark-skinned. We just don't like her because she's unpredictable, and she likes to fight. Evelyn is your best and friend. And you
0: know what? And I made this point in my um sister group chat with my other friends. And don't go for us. Damn. <laughs> Not friends. And it's you have like, friends? Don't do that. <laughs> and it's just wild how, like, and I can, I feel like, I mean, anyone can say this, but colorism is really a thing because Shawnee O'Neal really went under the radar. And it's like light skin privilege is like a whole thing. But because I feel like, of light skin privilege, Shawnee O'Neal really went under the radar in terms of her involvement in instigating a whole bunch of mess on Love and Hip Hop. It's like Love and, I mean basketball. That's my wife. Sorry, because it's like there would be times where legitimately everyone was cool chilling, but Shawnee had to be the one to like add mess to the situation. Shawnee was also an executive producer, so she had to make her show interesting. But also like, but. That's not a justification, I'm just saying. That's why she was doing that shit. But it's also like, but then don't say, don't make it seem like... Because she also has this air, like, she's above the bullshit. Mm -hmm. But it's also like, bitch, no, you are the bullshit. (laughs) Because I remember there was a scene where I was watching where... This was I think the the one season where Tammy came on because she felt like the 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 I think it was the LA girls needed a little bit more life, a little bit more spice. So they went on this boat and they were just playing games or like they were doing truth or dare so it was asking like questions. And um I think it was Brandy asked Tammy, Tammy asked Brandy if she, asked Tammy if she was bi or if she ever had like, you know, had sex with a woman before. You know, they're laughing, kicking, and then all of a sudden Shawnee gonna come in and say, so Brandy, how do you really feel about us? And it's like, bitch, we weren't talking about anything of, of that level, bitch. At all. Like, we were just talking about, you know, cute little shit. Why are you trying to make it extra serious for no reason? Starting mess. And then in that OG situation, she obviously had a favoritism towards Evelyn and was making it seem like OG is really just like this animal who's just like ready to like fight and fuck niggas up and choke bitches, which, I mean, I think she is.
1: But, I don't think she is though. I think Evelyn really put her in that to that point. Evelyn really pushed her there. Right. I mean, I what I mean by that
0: is I think OG is definitely about it, and they just oh, scared yes. because she was about it. Yes. Like She yes. said, "Okay, let's fuck talking. Let's throw hands." <laughs> and Evelyn was like, "Cause Evelyn likes to pretend that she's about it, and I don't. I don't believe that she is. Because I still think if her and Royce got into that fight, bitch, it really would have been over for Evelyn. Mm-hmm. I in my whole. Because Royce was another one they did like OG.
1: Royce said, what's up? And they said, oh, no, you're off the show. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. But Evelyn can say, what's up? And she gets to come back over and over and over again. Girl. Because she's not really about it. They're not really worried that she's going to cause
0: some sort of liability issue. But that's what I, my weekly consumption. <laughs> <laughs> I've been really consuming that. And, you know, my brain cells have just deteriorated into nothingness.
1: All right, guys, um, we hope you had a good time. This is kind of a long episode, but you didn't get one last week. So Merry Christmas. Um, We will see you next week, most likely. Make sure you hit us up (laughs) (laughs) on Instagram. We will link all the things we said that we would link. And um, yeah. Goodbye. Send me me birthday money.
0: (laughs) Goodbye. Bye.